the State College Football Podcast. With Nate Umbrella and Nicole Schulter. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the State College Football Podcast. I'm Nick Hosshalter. I'm Nick Grella. And today we're joined by a very special guest star, Shane Cole. Hey, what's up? Alright, so today Shane is joining us as a teammate of the last podcast week's episode, Ramsey Kifalo, who um, had some wonderful insight as to the state of the state high football team. And now we're hoping to get the same from Shane, who is a wonderful player, great guy, all-around interesting person, and we know that he will provide lots of great comments for us today due to his insider information and stay high. So besides that, um, we have plenty of news for you guys since it has been a couple weeks since we last talked. Um, First of all, um, we have a new head basketball coach, which is a pretty big deal. So Nathan, you want to talk about Mr. Scholly a little bit, or Scholly, or however you pronounce right. his name. Brian Scholly was hired to coach the State College men's basketball team, um, replacing Joe Walker, not whatever other Walkers there are. Uh, <laughs> um, we, he attended uh, Juniata College, and he assisted them for three years after assisting Maine Maritime Academy. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you, when I think powerhouse Maine. basketball, I think Maine Maritime Academy. That, There's yes. a name for you guys. Uh, yeah, and he was also a four-year player. MMA. For MMA. MMA, that's right. MMA. MMA. MMAU. MMAU. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was a four-year player for Juniati. He is seventh in program history in points, and he was a pretty good player. And he also went to state high. So, just another road back to state high. Uh, I think we saw it with Matt Lintel. So, just another sport where we see it again. Uh, he also, in 20, he graduated in 2014 from state high. And he went to Juniata for history and education. So, somebody in state high is getting a new history teacher. How exciting is that? I'm sure he is as good of a history teacher, possibly, as Mr. Walker, the famed science teacher for Mount Nitty Middle School. Um, or he might be like a hist- uh, geometry teacher I had in Maryland who was the coach on the football team and didn't care at all. <laughs> that is also possible. Um, <laughs> in other news... Um, we have the Central PA Football Showcase, uh, which was hosted by Leisure Lumber in the famed Leisure Lumber Classic held in Altoona. Now, um, this featured several state high players, including Brandon Clark, who we've talked extensively about his contributions at wide receiver, Tristan Lyons, a well-known and well-respected running back from state high, and also Ian Barr who is the smallest and hardest-hitting person you will probably see in a long time at his position. I mean, you look at him, you're like, you know, who is this guy? But from what I've seen, he just absolutely destroys people. So um, all of them were recognized as the great players they are. Yeah, they're 
going to Lesnar Lumber Classic, it's kind of like you get invited, I think. Yeah. yeah. You get invited to the Lesnar Lumber Classic, this best players around central Pennsylvania. It's all in Altoona, and there's a lot of college coaches there, and the, it's just a fun, like, carnival atmosphere, I guess. <laughs> now, I, I didn't get to go. I wanted to. I really wanted to go, but I... I feel like all the state high kids that went, you know, name naughty, but I think they all deserved to go to this, and I feel like they all played well, and I, I didn't get to go see it. And all three of those players are going on to play football at next yeah. level, which Brandon yeah. Clark, Penn State, Tristan Lyons of St. Francis, and Ian Bart, Westminster College. So, really a good representation of state high. For sure. And it's also great that they have... Um, at least one last chance to, um, well, hopefully not for Brandon, you know. Hopefully we can see him play in Center County, but for Tristan and Ian Barr, it represents one last chance to play in their home county, you know, get some reps in in the valleys and foothills of the Appalachian Mountains and State College and Altoona, and really just experience that wonder of high school football one last time before they ship out to college in a couple months which is definitely going to be a new experience, but I hope they'll find it all rewarding and interesting. Now, also um, featuring Brandon Clark and um, uh, State High former lineman Colin DeBuff, um, they actually were able to be featured in a Center Daily Times article about their walk-on status, preferred walk-on status, actually, um, at Penn State University. Uh, we talked a little bit about Brandon Clark going to Penn State, but um, he is receiving that attention that he and Colin deserve for their wonderful commitment to stay high football uh, in the CUT, which is wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm, I would, out of these two, I guess you could ask yourself who's going to play more at Penn State. I don't think either of them will play a lot. I think... Brandon Clark might get a little bit more reps just because he uh, he's more like all you guys have to remember is that at one point Saquon Barkley was going to Rutgers alright enough said but at, look at also Rutgers, at one point at Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Barkley was a three star and he had scholarship yeah <laughs> think about it this way think about it this way for a state college born person alright what an honor to play at Penn State rather than Rutgers Let's be honest. I mean, New Jersey. Come on, guys. We all, I mean, I don't think there's many people in Pennsylvania that respect New Jersey. In fact, I don't think there's any people outside of New Jersey that respect New Jersey. So how does, how does Saquon Barkley feel about going to a university in his own state and then end up playing uh, ball at the highest level in his uh, state that he was born in? I mean, he was born in Brooklyn, now he's a member of the Giants. It's a similar honor for Brandon Clark to be able to play at Penn State. So, no matter what you say, you know, everyone wants to play for their favorite team. This is a chance for Brandon. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Chivalry is dead, folks. Tradition. Gone. Well, Brandon Clark, next Saquon Barkley. Yes. Yes. yes, exactly. Okay, I don't exactly. think anyone out there would be upset about that. <laughs> but you, ne you never know. You, you, you never do know. never know. 
Yeah, Until you know. Um, Nathan Stupar, who also went to Penn State, also went to State High like Brandon Clark, but not like Saquon Barkley. Um, they, he mentored student-athletes at a joint practice between State High and seven other schools. I don't know who those seven other schools were. I know one, one of was them Bald was... Eagle. Okay, one, one of them was Bald, Bald Eagle because it was at Bald Eagle. Well. It was also the <laughs> Big Man Challenge. <laughs> also one. We'll talk about the Big Man Challenge later. I know I know where the Big Man Challenge is. But uh, <laughs> Nathan Stupar was there. He was giving speeches. He was handing out gear. Um, Shane, do you have anything to talk about Nathan Stupar? I know you have some experience with him. I actually haven't met him. He hasn't I've, met him. I've never <laughs> met him. I had the chance to. I didn't go to the lift that day. <laughs> and how much of a shame is that, folks? Um... Knowing now that they didn't have anything big man size, it's kind of I was not as disappointed as I was at the time. So, yeah. like, does Nathan Stupar have his own like equipment line? I I <laughs> guess I guess he does. Yeah. All all thirteen and under. All thirteen and under. Huh. That's sadly the truth. For. 13 oh, 13 sides. That's what I was going with. I'm thinking 13 years old. I'm like, what? That's how big my feet were. I was thinking 13X on under. That's not what I was going with. Yeah, I mean, you, you can get you can get the regular size blankets from Nate Stupar, but you can't get the the ginormous size blankets to wrap around yourself when you're yeah. 13XL. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that anyone's 13XL. Just a little bit of misinterpretation on my part. A little comedic relief. So yeah, it's always great to see state high players back at it. Whether it's a basketball coach coming back to really make an influence on our team. Or Nate Stupar, a great guy, State College native, you know, coming back and providing as much assistance as he can both with equipment and knowledge to stay high and the surrounding area. It's great to see. All right, so moving on, Ramsey Kiflo, we talked about to him last podcast a week, but not a week, more like four weeks. Yeah. Um, and he said that Western PA Football Reviews, the site got hacked, which is probably not hard to do, and um, they took his Western PA Football Review offs. And then they put it back on on June 20th. So they put his picture on, they put his name on, they put his GPA on. They put a lot of stuff of his on there. And uh, go check it out if you want to know this. Also, the article is written by Billy Splane. So. <laughs> oh, that's a name. <laughs> Billy so Splane. Whenever, whenever we get a Western PA football <laughs> review, let, let we, Splane's doing some splaining. Yeah, Splane's doing some splaining. <laughs> it's a good one. I like that. It's, well, uh, it's good. Billy Splane um, explained um, on, in the coach's comment section, which was probably not written by Billy Splane, but anyways, talks um, talks about Ramsey's accomplishments, and I'm just gonna read that for you guys so you can get an idea. If you don't want to go over to Western PA Football Review in case you're worried about getting a virus or something from their apparently hacked website, don't worry. Um, I will take that risk for you guys. Perm He's... Award, specializing in com custom picture plaques. National Press College Report, The Funding Zone, Johnston Motors, Tempo. If you like, if you like ads, 
this is the site for you. Okay, and um, ad oven, yes. So, besides the ads that you can see on this page, you can see where in the coach's comment section, which states, Ramsey became the first 10th grader to crack the starting offensive line group in recent times at State College. While he had a good year, his best days of football are certainly still to come. Ramsey was a national champion Olympic lifter as an 8th grader. Now, I actually didn't know this, and I was quite shocked. I just found this out today. It had to be explained so, to you. Yeah, it, had, <laughs> it, had, to be it had to be explained to me by um, Billy Splane and also my fellow podcasters here today. Also, Billy Splane didn't explain that much because <laughs> it's literally every every single sentence is one word. Well, stop looking at stats, that, okay? And then it says coach's comments, which weren't even written by him. So, yeah. so Billy Splain splained. <laughs> he splained his jersey number, 64. <laughs> that, um, he, was a, he was a national champion weightlifter, which is really amazing. I mean, here you see a guy that is such a nice, wonderful stand-up young man. And I say young man, even though I'm a young man myself, so I'm not saying this is like some condescending, you know, it's a condescending term, but, and he is actually a really, really amazing weightlifter. I knew he was into weightlifting. I did not know he was that good at weightlifting. So next time you see Ramsey Kiflo, give him a pat on the back, say, hey man, you're pretty good, because, uh, yeah. Billy Splane didn't tell us how much he lifts, so we're going to ask Shane Cole, how much does Ramsey Kiflo lift? I don't know his exact numbers. I just know it's way higher than I, I say everybody in the gym. Way higher than mine. Do you know what? I mean, I know we should probably not be asking Shane for Ramsey's weight. Yeah, lifting. exactly. I'm, I'm just <laughs> not always a watch. But since you're here, do you, do you have any idea what his best, you know, does he excel in I'd say, bench, I'd say squat, squats? Squats. I'd That's what squats. I was going to guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, the article continues after talking about his national weightlifting championship that he takes this quote, he takes that strength and can transition it to the football field for a 300 pound plus sophomore. He is extremely athletic and get this guys can even walk on his hands while in a handstand. Now that is a freak of nature. I mean, holy cow. I've never, I've never seen that. None of us here can verify that claim. But according to Billy Splane, <laughs> where is this? <laughs> according to Billy Splane, he can even do a handstand and walk around oh, yeah. on it. Yeah, don't say that. Um, it finishes well, I... that we expect a dominant year from Ramsey as he steps into a leadership role as just a junior. So there we go, guys. Uh, more confirmation about how amazing of a guy Ramsey Kiflo is. So um, moving on, we have an article that. From Pen Live. Um, Pen Live releases like three articles a day, and it's hard to cover them. So we chose some of the best ones and some of the ones most related to state college, and some of the more controversial ones. Uh, like they had one recently. It was a top fifty returning runners, and no, it was top twenty returning runners. And Isaiah Edwards is twenty, and we didn't have anybody else. So I was like, we're not going to report on that, but we just did. Um, That's right. <laughs> so, like, so the the two main articles we're going to talk about is the top fifty returning receivers and the top one hundred fifty college prospects in 
Pennsylvania in 2019 class, which is a lot of categories. Um, but top 50 returning wide receivers, Cohen Russell was 43, and there was, wasn't anybody else. So I'm both surprised and not surprised that Keaton Ellis wasn't there because Keaton Ellis, we all know Keaton Ellis is a baller, but we like, shout out to Lonzo Ball, but we, we don't, but like no one outside of like our county really knows that he plays wide receiver, they just see his max preps or his 247 that he plays cornerback, he's going to Penn State, so I mean. Yeah, he doesn't really get the recognition as wide receiver because he is a fairly high prospect as cornerback. I mean, most people know that oftentimes in high school, cornerbacks will play a wide receiver, you know. That's something you start at a young age and pretty much develop for a lot of your football career, playing both positions. But when you're at this level that Keaton is at, um, you know, he's not going to get much recognition as a wide receiver if he's already a phenomenal cornerback. Just because at the higher level, you don't see that kind of duality anymore, you know. So. Yeah, in the top 10, um, State College doesn't have to play any wide receivers in the top. I'm, I'm just going to keep scrolling until I see one, at least the top 20. <laughs> so there's not, you. it's the entire state, and that it's not likely that you're going to see that, but at least we have somebody in the top 50. I don't see anyone we play at, in the top 30 just keep going up. So it, it's it's actually really good that Cohen Russell was spotted the way he did, especially for for his skill set. Yeah, I mean, we can see we've known this for a long time, but we're getting more confirmation at a statewide statewide level that Cohen Russell has some ridiculous talent. I yeah, mean, he's the he's the only we don't there is no one in the top fifty that we play. It's just Cohen. Yeah. Which is really impressive. Yeah, that is. is. And of course, you know, that's barring the fact that, according to several people, we have a pretty good chance of going to the States this year. So we might see a lot more of these people than we think. Um, That is a hope for us, that we do get a chance to play against some of those top 50 recruits. I also didn't see any... um, Oh, shoot. The name... Uh, Pine Richland wide receivers. So... And that, That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on High Richland? It's a hot topic here at the State Coach Football Podcast. Yeah, I'm not surprised it's a hot topic. Um, I'm not really a fan of him. Uh, you can probably guess why. Yeah. Lost to him. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of him. And not only you, but the... I did get to play with some of them at the Penn State Big Man Challenge. I was with a couple of those kids. What did you think about your experience yeah, I thought, with them? I thought they were actually pretty nice. Not not, not that bad at all. Yeah. Well, that's what you usually find. Uh, your enemies on the football field are usually not nearly as yeah. enemy as yeah. you think they are. You know? Um, so. Yeah. Moving on to the next uh, Penn Live. There was the top 150 college prospects in Pennsylvania. Um the only one really without any college offers on the list is Tyson Brennan, but you can see him definitely getting a couple offers coming soon. Um, it was Tyson Brennan at 140, Jeremy Bullock at 122, who has offers from U Albany and I think um, the one in Pittsburgh. I forget. Not St. Francis. I don't know. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> 109 was Tommy Freiberg, who has an offer from Columbia. And uh, Keaton Ellis was 7, not surprisingly. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's Keaton's vindication if he is upset, which I doubt he is, that he's not one of the top 50 returning receivers, um, is that he is apparently the number 7 college prospect in the state. Now that's that's quite the statement by Keaton Ellis as a cornerback who, as you all know, hopefully by now, I, I really do hope that you know by now that Keaton Ellis is going to Penn State. So, um, uh, source of pride for all of State College football fans at Keaton Ellis' ranking, as well as Tommy, Jeremy, and Tyson, who have put in exceptional work the last couple years to get to where they're at and are able to reap benefits for it, you know, get to do something they love, football. Yeah. So, so like, you start at the bottom of the list, and it's Tyson Brennan, and if I can just pull up his view. says, Tyson Brennan is a solid athlete who does a good job operating in the middle of a Little Lions defense. I think that's an understatement. But yeah, <laughs> but he he was a ta- he was two tackles away from leading the team in tackles last year, and that's behind Jackson Heasley. So when you're looking yeah. at maybe one of the better players on the defense, if not the best player on the defense, you you can't look farther than Tyson Brennan. Obviously, Keaton Ellis is good. Yeah, but if you're talking but, about yeah. you know those inside tough hitting guys, not in the secondary, doesn't get much better than Tyson Brennan. Yeah, and then you keep going down, you get to 122. It says, Jeremy Bullock, Bullock is a raw athlete who runs and catches well, and he'll need to put on muscle at the next level. Yeah. Yeah, that's and pretty fair. Pretty if he fair. does, he could prove to be a steal for someone. Very true. <laughs> I mean, he he has immense height. You know, he's very fast. He's tough. He's a good football mind, you know. I've seen him be able to read plays really well. And in the picture on the website, he's got a great fashion sense. <laughs> so <laughs> Look up that picture. <laughs> multifaceted Jeremy Bullock. Um, yeah. And then we move on to number 109, the very much loved and appreciated quarterback, Tommy, Tommy Freiberg. Freiberg. Who said, it says he's smart, has a nice frame and a solid arm. He can also move well for his size. And if you guys didn't know this yet, I created a state college football team in my NCAA 14 game because I'm just like all of you. Um, and I just run read options all day, and I'm just running through people. Well, that's, it's great that's, because it's huge. That's what we do. Yes. <laughs> so, any, that's what we do. Any. So, yeah, if you can just chime in. Yeah, yeah I say about any yeah. of these guys. But uh, I'm moving on. Everything that they said about them. Then you scroll down 102 pages, which I'm currently doing, um, and then you run into Keaton Ellis. The man, the myth, the legend, Keaton Ellis. Uh, Shane, what has your experience been with these players? I have played with them. I've actually played with Tyson the longest. And overall, I think Tyson is oily underrated right now. I would also say that about Jeremy, too, and Tommy. <laughs> I'd say that about all of them, except for Keen. I think Keen's right where he needs to be. Top 10. That's. I would say that's good enough. Yeah, this is only for the 2019 yeah. class, 
Exactly. So I guess a couple guys that I was surprised that sh maybe should have been on there were I think Titus Thompson maybe. Oh yeah. Could have been on there. I think Tom Buha could have been on there. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And man, I know we say this all the time, but I gotta repeat it. Um, what an amazing amount of talent that we've got. Stay high. We've come a long way for sure. Um, to see this many guys being recognized for a relatively small town, you know? I mean, State College has a population of 40,000. That's a lot compared to some, you know, Bald Eagle and stuff like that around here. But when you're going up against some big schools from Harrisburg, Pittsburgh area, you know, I mean, 40,000 is nothing. So the fact that we're producing this talent really says a lot about our coaches, really says a lot about the work ethic of this town, the talent that the university brings in. So, we're definitely very lucky. I don't think there are many towns of our size that can boast that many players in the top 150. Yeah. Um, so, if you guys didn't hear, school's out. That's right. We're, school's out for summer, we're baby. working our butts off, probably. I know I am. I'm working a lot. Uh, that's why I was eating a pretzel earlier. <laughs> Shout out to Philly Pretzel Factory. Please sponsor us, please. Give yes. Us uh... No, I don't even know. I mean, I mean, they pay me, so that's basically a sponsor. So shout out to Philly Pretzel Factory. I uh, count that as a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's you getting paid. So yeah, school's out. Um, I watched the entire four-hour graduation live stream. It was really boring, but I got to. See I got it. a question. I got one yes. question. Why? He's about I was to tell doing you nothing else. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I could have just waited. For that. And, and and you could have if you were watching it, which I'm pretty sure I was the only one watching it. I but believe that. you missed Curtis Johnson with parking passes. He was raining down parking oh, passes see, like, like yeah. <laughs> and he had sunglasses on, and you can actually go check that out on the Scazzy <laughs> meme page. Oh. I recorded it. You missed a lot of good memes in that. <laughs> and now you can't watch it. You gotta buy it. <laughs> really? You can buy it? You have to you buy can, it. You, you can buy the CD from uh, the same guys that like do live streams of football games. You can, okay. you, can buy, All right. you can buy a CD of the graduation stream. So, well, there's mm. also a kid wearing a Burger King hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was confused. <laughs> But yeah, school is out. Um, the, we're just gonna go through all the seniors that graduated and tell you where they're going. These are from the newspaper, so they're probably wrong. But we're the gonna we will we're trust. Gonna, we're gonna this, give them away. The school, is this the school new, newspaper? This is from the school newspaper. So all right, let it be known that this is from the school newspaper. So don't blame us if it's completely wrong, which it probably is. <laughs> So we're going to start off with Anthony Mobley, and if you have anything to say about any of these guys, please oh, yeah. chime in. Uh, Anthony Mobley, he was a senior, number five. He will be going to a gap here. Anthony, or no, Ian Barr, number four. He will be going to Westminster College to play some football. Oh, yeah. Um, he's like a pack of batteries. But, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trying to... He that's, is the energized bunny. That's where it is. Guys. He's the yeah, energized bunny. Dude, dude, if yeah. you, you no. took, you took my terrible bunny. analogy yeah. and made it work. Okay, he's like a 9 volt battery. If you lick him, you'll get zapped. Yeah. Exactly. Not speaking <laughs> <What? 
just trying to put some stupid comedy in there. Now listen, I'm not speaking from experience or anything, but I've got a feeling that Ian Barr wants to let you get away with, with licking. Anyways, moving on. Just um, all right. Just going through this list. Um, most of them are Penn State. Just a warning. Uh, but Oliver Allen, he's not going to Penn State. He's going to Vermont. Uh, nice Dean, school. Dean Bauman, he's going to Penn State. Dino. Hmm? Dino. All right. Dino. Uh, Petrus Mahando. Mahando. M Mando. Mando. Uh, he's going to Penn State as well. Tristan Lyons, he will be a running back for St. Francis. Michael Misher is unknown. I don't know how you can put unknown on there as a journalist. Journalist, I, you just, whatever. They just don't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't answer. So Wait, on the call. If you know where Mike Misher is going, please tell us, and we'll put it into this podcast before we publish it. All right. Um... <laughs> I'm mainly talking to you two. <laughs> I get it. Um, I get it. Patrick Groves, he's going to Penn State. Brandon Clark, he's going to Penn State as a walk-on. Paul Olivet. Preferred walk-on, mind you. A walk-on is a walk-on, man. Preferred. That's that's different, though. That means the coaches want you. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That The coaches want you, and as a normal walk-on, I mean, they might, but... Who knows? Who you knows? get a number if you're a preferred walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get some. You get. You get to name. stand on the field at least. <laughs> um, Paul Olivet will be playing safety for Marist. That's up in New York. Good school, I guess. Yeah. Um, Miguel Regan, he's gonna be a gap year. Sarah Bowman is going to Bloomsburg. Matt Beak is going to Penn Andrews. State. Ah. Uh. Yes, we care so much about football at the State College Football Podcast that we tell you where the managers are going to college. Yes, exactly. So those last two, Sarah and Matt, not two of them. Um, they are. <laughs> they have provided Everyone's lots of dedicated manager. service. Who wants a manager? I used I, to be. I was his manager. I used to be mistook for a manager. I don't. But I'm not. You were the film guy. I was the film guy. I wasn't. The film guy. I think this is the first year that I'm not going to be the film guy. And when I had a concussion, I was the film guy. Assistant yeah. to the film guy. Yeah. So I'd say. Yeah. Film guy's fun. Get to stand up in the rain all the time. It's always raining. So what, what did you film on? Just like Filmed everything. No, what did you film on? Uh, a ca- it was just a digital camera with a tripod. And I'd stand up there in my blue jacket with my Air Force hat and just... Take it right in the face. Take that rain. <laughs> That's the life of a film boy. And I know. I, I had to experience that yeah. for like two weeks. I get it. I all right. Know. All right. Well, and then I got rewarded with pizza, which is, I mean, for a teenager, that's about as much as you can ask. But moving on to stuff that actually matters. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt Morris and Gigi Agliardo are both going to Westchester. Did I nail that name? Oh, man. I, okay, I'll be honest. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but I think that's pretty close. Looking at If you're looking oh, at this name on your computer she. screen... What? It's a she. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that happens. That happens. That happens. Yeah, okay. Uh, just Skuzek, we're just going to move on from that. Joanna <laughs> Skuzek is going to Lindenwood. Colin DeBuff is going to be a preferred walk-on at Penn State. Jackson Heasley is going to play some football at IUP, which was on my college list, until it wasn't. 
What? <laughs> Jackson Heasley. He's afraid. He's afraid of Jackson. Jackson's <laughs> yes. a man to be afraid of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had to go up against him almost every day. He beat was... me. He beat me every day. Except for like once or twice. And then he beat me in the next play because he was mad. All right. All right. <laughs> you never, never pan. Just a guy that's never pancaked. He's always up. He's that always is true. around. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah... I just tried to get in his way, and then the next play launched me. And I just... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Isaiah Luce is going Lose. to. He is going to gap your university. Um, <laughs> That's Isaiah Lose, not Luce. I think. Okay. Robert Knockman, he graduated oh, early. He's already at nowhere. So is uh, Collins at Penn State right now. Okay. So, um, Noah Thies is going to Penn State. Tease. You know? Tease. Tease. No, it's Tease. Thies. No, it's Tease. Thies. No, it's Tease. <laughs> 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 Do you know if he's going to be a walk-on or not? Okay. I haven't talked to him. And Ben Reese is going to Penn State. So everyone is going to Penn State, but I think only two of them are going to play football. So, But that's all right. That is okay. They're going to be up in the stands cheering on their fellow Penn Staters who are playing football, hopefully. Yep. Cross your fingers. Yep. Um. So, on that note, we're going to go into Shane Cole's personal life now. Deep dive, folks. Deep dive. A deep so, dive. A deep dive into a deep man, Shane Cole. So, recently, I took a visit to Waynesburg University, and I was like, yo, Shane Cole, this is the best <laughs> college ever. Not really, I didn't say that, but I, I was I, like, hey. You sent me a video at, like, midnight. I was in bed. Woke up to it anyway. <laughs> so I was like, hey, Shane Cole, have you received anything from this? Because a couple no. months ago, I was like, sign up for their thing. I didn't. I guess he did. I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> he does listen to his post manager. <laughs> Speaking of which, his current manager posted a video on YouTube today of himself eating a sandwich <laughs> for a minute and a half. <laughs> So, we'll see who won that side. This is what we mean when we talk about how Shane Cole is a deep person. (laughs) This is the introspection that you expect from from Shane Cole. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A minute and a half long sandwich. Uh, It's a good video. I watched the whole thing. I had to watch it twice. So, yeah. So, anyway... Um, where what colleges are you interested in? I know you've taken a lot of camps recently. Um, what colleges? Have you you signed up for the Waynesburg online thing? No, (laughs) I have not. I don't know. I've I've really only filled out a lot of questionnaires. I don't know, like a college I can say that I really want to go to. I don't think I can say that yet. Should, should I we, should figure it out, though. We're, we're going to cop a lot of questions from last time. That's fine. But, uh, well, these yeah, are, you know, these I'm are, an offensive you know, lineman. He's you know, an offensive lineman. That's the thing. These are important issues for you know for a football player at this age. Where are you going to college? What are you interested in? You know, What do you want to do? I'm sure any high schoolers out there have been asked a million times by their parents' friends what, where you want to go to college, what you want to do in life. So now we're taking the role of your parents' friends and... <laughs> Asking the questions for you so you can all find the juicy details as we are so suspect to release on the State College Football Podcast. Everyone, everyone, all 
50 people that listen to this will know. Thank um, you to our loyal listeners. Yes. <laughs> um, so, talking about college interest, so, like, if you were Brian Breesey and you had a 100% average on 247 and you had offers from every school, where would you go? I'd, I'd probably question. just... Because I'd probably if just, you said Penn State... I, I was wrong. about to say that. I was, I'd probably just be basic and go to Penn State. That's probably what I'd do. Hey. If I, I mean... A skull was a skull was him. So okay, I think we did this last week where we said not Penn State. Not what? Penn so State. Not Penn State. Not Penn State. Hmm. I don't know. I'd, I'd actually have to like Colorado really, State. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'd probably instead of looking at the football, look at the uh, academic stuff. That's probably what I'd go into that's, because if that's I'm very noble. Because if I'm going in to play football anyway, I yeah. may as well just look at yeah. academic stuff. Because what's going to yeah. take you? Or you can look at life. like facilities. Yeah. Or stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you guys, if, I was just going to say, if you haven't checked out Northwestern's practice field, their new one that they're putting up. But it it doesn't make it's any sense. It's amazing. But it's it doesn't so make any cool. sense. Have you seen? Never seen yeah. It, it is so cool. How can you right, punt in that? How can you punt in something like that? Is it? What it's is a, it? Okay, is it a so dome? Like, it's like a glass enclosed. That's not good. It's it's like no, a no, glass no. enclosed thing on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. How do you punt it? I did oh, not. I, okay, I'm telling you, you. You guys pull out your cell phones. You're probably already on them. Look up the new Northwestern practice facility. It's phenomenal. It's not practical, but that doesn't matter. No one doesn't buy a Lamborghini because it's not practical. All right. Here at well, State at least High, you can punt in a Lamborghini. Here at State High, we're used to the 1998, you know, town and country in terms of vehicles. If you're doing that comparison, and if you want to look at something that's really just nice, just because you can see the beach doesn't make it practical or useful. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool view. Hey, it is a cool yeah, view. I want to go to Northwestern now, All just right. for that view. <laughs> just for that view. I this decision made. Come I, all I know I'm is you're, you're a five-star punter. Why would you go to Northwestern? <laughs> all right, if you're a five-star punter, then I have some questions about your existence. <laughs> if you're a five-star punter out there and you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on the show. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I don't, I'd like to talk We'd to like to know why you're going to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. So, and not yeah. Northwestern. Obvious. Yeah. yeah. Obvious. Why would like what if you're a five star punter? You can't okay. practice what if, in the what if practice you're, field. Okay. What, what if, if they you're, take you outside and they punt on the beach? Punt into the water. Yeah, exactly. That okay. seems like a waste of money. Yeah, well look at their facility. They're not worried about money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, they might want to go to Northwestern for the academics. Talk about good academic school. Northwestern's best in the Big Ten. Yeah. Truly, I'm not kidding. You're making a lot of people mad right now. Why? <laughs> Penn State is the best. All right, okay. Penn State is a really good, really good school. They have the number one geology program in the country. No reason I should know that, but I do. Why do you know that? Because no I like geology, man. I get it. All right? Who, who, who's the like uh, the main science guy there? A Braylauer. No, the other guy that had the TV show. What? <laughs> My, weather world? No, uh, I'll look it up. Uh, Penn State. Um, okay. Science. 
Yeah, this we're, is we're this is going way off, off course. <laughs> I, I weather. I think <laughs> weather, weather weather world. No, it's um. <laughs> Anybody that remembers weather world. <laughs> like the environmental science guy. Okay. I, I really have no idea. I'm going to say my about. answer again. All right, Bill in Nye. The, okay, was, in the yeah, meantime, he was in a Bill Nye. In the meantime, so like, let's talk to Shane about um, earlier today when we were setting up. Up. He talked <laughs> a lot about how he's been really busy with all kinds of camps. You know, oh yeah, right? oh yeah. Well, not that many camps. It's a lot of stuff here. I uh, I go to Victory. You know what that is? Yeah, Victory yeah. Uh, I'd say two or three times a week. Uh huh. I uh, work out with Coach Coatland. <laughs> Talk to him about nice. it. If you wanted a, uh, wanted a shout out. I, I gave him it. There you go. He's not Andy, by the way. Only he'd get that. Only he'd get that. But I'd say I work two or three times a week with him on not that much weight, but a lot of my footwork and agility. And I'd say that's gone up 100% from where I was last year. And some of the camps I've been to, I mean. The Bloomsburg camp, I think, has had the most influence on me. Because uh-huh. the big man one was like... It was more one-on-ones. Yeah. And I was put up with a lot of three-stars. So I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really have a good good show there. But like, oh, you know. So did you go up against the guy from Harrisburg? The Andre White? Oh, possibly. The guy possibly. Tamo? What? That's how you say Texas A&M. T-A-M-U. Huh. Only, only you would know that. Yeah. <laughs> but from Texas, I guess. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to a Lehigh camp. So. It's... Nice. Yeah. Lehigh is a cool school. Lehigh is built very elevated. <laughs> they're they're better at wrestling than you would think, for some reason. Well, that's what I thought about um, uh, holidays though too. Surprisingly, they're good at one thing and that's wrestling. Huh. Yeah, the Interesting. show film is like filled. Well, Just, I know, um, I know, um, Mifflin County, believe it or not, has had some really high-profile guys. Yeah, um, I think Eagle area. Always. Yeah, a lot of guys around here, of course, you know, stay high. Has the one and only Cole Arbus. Who for I went up about, against him. Too. Talking about wrestling, you got to mention Cole Arbus in the State College Football Podcast. He, of course, he also plays football. Great athlete all around. Oh yeah, so excellent athlete. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to elaborate on your experiences with Cole Irvis? Fast. He's fast. That's all I really have to say. I thought I did fine against him. I'm better than Jackson. Way better than Jackson. Well, Jackson as any as any person. Jackson's would. a tough man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, tough, tough guy. Tough guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, what was your favorite game, just to go a little bit in the direction, what was your favorite game to play in this year? So, I know you played in only, like, five games, so, like... A couple, I'd say... Or JV counts, too, like, the time Haskell got put on his back. Oh, my God. I'll remember that. Haskell, Haskell's one of our favorite JV, probably my favorite JV player. (laughs) Sorry to any other JV players out there, but... Any, all of you that know Haskell know that he is one of the funniest men ever. I've, I made Haskell into that video game just so I could run jet sweeps with him. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, to answer your question, my favorite one to play in was 
and I guess in a varsity game was Mifflin County. Like, <laughs> like actually, just knowing that the varsity was in for a code on a half, maybe. Like, <laughs> and just going in there and just being able to have fun. Because, yeah. like, there's no pressure because we were up, like, 60 points. Yeah. So I I just think just having just having fun. Absolutely all I'm. Uh, yeah, somewhere out there is a person listening from Mifflin County, and they're like, "Oh man, <laughs> we're the f- we're, we're the fun team. <laughs> we're the have fun team. We're the Appalachian oh, man. State at the oh. beginning of the season." <laughs> Don't discount up. <laughs> oh, I know. No, App trust State. me. Discount. Two thousand seven. <laughs> Two thousand seven. App State versus Michigan. If you haven't watched it, watch it. If there's if there's one team and if there's a group of five teams that I'm scared to play right now, it, I wouldn't be scared of them the first game. But if you were playing Appalachian State in like middle of the season, end of the season, I would be scared to death to play them. I think they're going to be the UCF of last year. Oh my goodness! Well, you look look at UCF. They're losing their head coach. They're losing a lot of college yep. prospect. And App State is returning their starting quarterback in about almost their entire team. And they. Crushed Toledo in the bowl last year. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty and crazy. Toledo is a big, really, Toledo has a good quarterback, and yeah. they got and they got shut out. Yeah. So I would be scared to well, play App State. I would not discount them. But I so don't think. But I don't think they're gonna win. Don't think they're gonna win. No, no. Well, let's hope we don't have a repeat of Pitt 2016. Enough said. <laughs> Basically, the reason we didn't go to the national champ or the um, the playoffs that year. But anyways, moving on. Um, so another question for you as an offensive lineman. Um, last week, last podcast week, correction. We ended up getting on a little tangent about Larry Allen, the legendary Cowboys offensive lineman who is a freak of nature. And that and got us. Now st- you're the only guy here that knows who he is. Yeah, I know. Who yeah, he for is. some reason, I know who he is. for some reason, who he is. Nathan still doesn't understand the raw power of Larry Allen. I don't know. Even he was the, showed him he was the guy that there was an interception, and he got like the perfect yeah. angle on yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> well, he yeah, ran. Yeah, that guy. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the same in the same note, uh, who's who do you think is your favorite of all time? Any player. Who's your favorite offensive lineman in the NFL that you really look up to? Joe Thomas. That's who I'd have to say. I mean, Lily Allen is is good. If you, if you look on Shane Cole's Twitter, he only has one tweet. It's I Joe Thomas's play. birthday or something, right? It, no, it was the day he was hired. That's when I tweeted that out. I, I don't really tweet that much. Don't go to my Twitter. It's, it's useless. At Shane Cole 68. Yeah. Yeah, so Joe Thomas, man. Pretty much, if you could point to one star... <laughs> of the Cleveland Browns. I mean, you got to go with Joe Thomas, right? Yeah. He's got great hair. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even though he's been injured a lot recently, of course, now he's retired. But he was really a mainstay of that team and provided at least a little bit... I feel bit, sorry for him, actually. Provided <laughs> a little bit of security in the constant storm that is Browns football. So, why I look up to Joe Thomas so much is that I've been trying to develop, I guess, his pass set. Because I remember, like, way before Alba Nachman left, he told me, like, all about Joe Thomas's pass set, and I was like, oh, so maybe try to learn it. I'd say it's going pretty good. Wow. If you just look up his pass set, you'll be like, wow, this 
So <laughs> yeah, I'm that feeling, that I'm that feeling. is a tall order Wait. for sure. Oh yeah, oh, but yeah. learning Thomas obituary. Really? What site are you? Accidentally type zero instead of or O instead of P, and the first thing is up is obituary, <laughs> <laughs> and Don't... it's about five over Joe Thomas on Baker Mayfield. So did he die? What? I I guess Joe Thomas is dead. I mean. Rest well, in peace. Same. There's about True. like a hundred Joe Thomases. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, learn certainly watching and learning for the best. Joe oh Thomas. yes. Yeah. I mean, you can't really argue with his results, um, especially considering the team that he was on. <laughs> you know, he was on that team for. I'm pretty sure it was a time call, yeah. So yeah, how many quarterbacks that do have? that is like, dedicated gotta, a lot. A lot. Like, how many adjustments do you have to make as a center? To be like, oh, we gotta snap it this There's way. No this is guy. Center, but I know what, what you mean. Oh, see, what? okay. Here what? at the State College Football Podcast, we have a, we have a tradition of fact checking Nathan with our with our. He's hosts. a left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Just kidding. Uh, we would never do that here at the State College Football Podcast. How many Podcast. centers much played more... on the Browns during that time? Now, that is a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. How many different offensive linemen did he have? How, how do you, like, how do you quantify that, like... How difficult is it yeah. for those kind of adjustments? Those are probably pretty difficult. I mean, I don't really know, like, how the Browns' quarterbacks played. But I feel like they were all different in their way. So the linemen would have to adjust to that... Yeah, and being the Browns and needing a quarterback every year, yeah, that was probably of course, pretty difficult. Based on you know what type of quarterback, whether yeah. you know they run around in the pocket a lot, yeah, exactly. whether they stand, that's, you know, that's what I was meaning. I mean, about if, you, if you're, style. yeah, so there's plenty of adjustments you would have to make on a regular basis. And now Shane hopes to, through his experience and learning, attention to learning, hopes to replicate that versatility that Joe Thomas produced on the Browns. A tall order, but one that we feel is he is certainly up to the task. That would be cool, though, to have James Pond on one side of the line and Joe Thomas on the other. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We'll place, we'll place Joe Thomas with Shane Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like that. Um, there's a wonderful Twitter called Blake Bortles Facts. You guys should check out. And there's something where. He put out a tweet where it's basically um, all of Tom Brady's achievements, you know, five Super Bowl rings, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, Blake Bortles and Tom Brady are combined for five Super I Bowl saw rings. That. I saw that. And the entire that. thing is just Tom Brady. So I guess that's probably what it would be like if Joe Thomas was on the state high offensive line. Not because we don't have a good offensive line, but because it's Joe Thomas. I mean, yeah, I that think would be pretty nasty. I think <laughs> anybody would want Joe Thomas on the offensive line. That's yeah, really what I think. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody could be replaced by Joe so Thomas. Like, so, like, some team should just go up to his house and be like, Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need the money, though. Like no, money. That's, yeah, how, yeah. that's how you get off the Browns. You retire, and then you come back. <laughs> you, you start your career over and hope. And hope you, you don't go to college money. again. <laughs> and then you come back. Yeah. Uh. All right, so we're going to do something that we did on the first podcast, and then we missed because I forgot on the second podcast. But we're coming back with it. It's prediction time. So. Oh, that's right. I need to think of a prediction. (laughs) 
Alright, um, so this is the part where each of us make one prediction for pretty much anything related to State College Football. Um, so we are going to come up with an idea. You guys can vet it, email us in if you hate it. You probably will. I got it. And so let's start with Shane. He has a prediction ready. Go ahead. State College is winning the state championship. This Boom. Year. It's happening. I know it. Boom. Sorry. I'm getting a little excited over here. Boom. All right. I'm um, not that confident. My first prediction was just us not playing Pine Richland. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's a prediction. Right? Yep. Um, let's see here. My prediction is we will rotate at least five defensive tackles this year. That is exactly what we're doing, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am that's right. a good prediction. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Because, like, you look at the defensive line, count them off. Titus Thompson, Addison Darcy, uh, Dylan Ernst, Zach Betts, and there's a fifth one probably somewhere there. So you Cole just, Urbis. Cole Urbis is a defensive end. What oh, you, wait, uh, what did you say? Defensive tackle? Yeah. I forget what I said. <laughs> don't, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. All right. So yeah, you you they're gonna find a defensive tackle somewhere and rotate them along with the big four. That is what we're doing. Okay, actually, my prediction I don't think is that bold, but I'm gonna say that St. Augustine is gonna be one of the most difficult games of our season this year, just because of their strength of schedule, um, the, the way time of the game. Yeah, before, the time of the, the game. Four and a half hour drive. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a tough That's travel. That's not gonna be. A problem. Not, it's gonna be excited. a really tough travel. It's in New Jersey. They better you know, give you guys coach buses. You know how mean people from <laughs> New Jersey can be? Coach buses. Um, school buses? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to that game. <laughs> so, my prediction is that that will be an extremely difficult game. Um, if you look at the people they play, it's pretty bad. As in, they have a lot of really good competition. So, if they're used to playing these guys, we talked about this a lot in the first episode, but I want to reiterate it. Um, it's going to be a difficult game. So, And um, to close out our section with Shane Cole, I'm going to ask one last question that we asked last week. And this is Nathan's favorite part. So I'll yes. <laughs> what is your favorite type of meat? And what is your? how do you like your potatoes cooked? What? <laughs> okay, so if you aren't in tune, we like to talk about meat well, and potatoes. I would, be, I would be in tune if you guys uploaded and did uh, your Whoa. Yeah. I would say steak, and I don't really eat that many. I don't really eat potatoes, so I'd say steak is my favorite. <laughs> steak, potatoes. There steak, we go. Steak, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, take, take some steak. Steak and mashed blender. potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a phenomenal yeah. selection. <laughs> All right. So we are almost done here. We are at the 56-minute mark, 55-minute mark here. Um, just... To end off the podcast, we got some Twitter plugs. Uh, I'm going to plug my Twitter, Nathan Grella. I don't tw- tweet that much like Shane. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but yeah, I'll plug exactly. Shane here, too, so you can follow him. Shane Cole 68 uh, Nick Huss something, right? I don't have Twitter, but you can feel free to email at me at NickHoss, N-I-C-K-H-A-U-S 75 at gmail.com. Or NathanGrella at gmail.com. I probably won't check it, though. Yes. <laughs> Um, I will. I promise. You can like our Facebook page, which has been liked by at least thirty people. Yeah, let's make that thirty-five. Yes, that's your our mom goal. Likes it. <laughs> yeah. 
My mom did like I didn't like it, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, she's done. You should get Nathan Gway to like it. I hear he has a good Facebook page. <laughs> I, I hear he has a good Facebook page too. All right. We're gonna Shane and I are gonna have a conversation after this podcast ends. Maybe we can bring that to thirty-one. But <laughs> apologies for the late upload schedule. We've been really busy. Um, yeah. I'm not sure when we're going to do it next, but our next four episodes will be um, the schedule preview part one, schedule preview part two. We're going to go five and five for each episode. And then for the third episode, we'll be going to the offensive player previews. And then the fourth will be defensive player previews. And then the week before the season starts, we'll be going right into Mifco preview. Oh, uh, so, yeah. And Mifco, we're all exci- we're excited for that preview because it's gonna be it's gonna be funny. I'll tell you that it's gonna be a funny episode. Yeah. So you may not think it's close to the school year, but it actually kind of is. It is. <laughs> be prepared. We're past, we're past the halfway point, as people call it. We're, what? Well, are we? July Fourth is kind of always acknowledged as like the halfway point in summer. It's not really the halfway point, but like yeah, it feels like it. Yeah. From here on, it's just gonna be a downhill slide into oblivion. Yeah. So, and also, if you want to upload a video of yourself eating a sandwich, I'll watch it. <laughs> Do that. You check out Crossy Chicken on YouTube for that full video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been good, folks.